for me, I would say dream big. When I see the word unlimited, this is what comes to my mind. I would like to have bookends in a position where when someone thinks about a book, they think bookends first. If they don't find what they're looking for, then they look somewhere else. So I'm dreaming big. I hope I'll get there. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Unlimited, the podcast platform that gives voice to inspiring women and mothers from the Arab world and beyond to engage, empower, and drive growth. I'm your host, Daniela Rossi, and for this new episode of Unlimited Women's Brands, I'm pleased to introduce you to Grace Karim and Somia Anvar, founders of Bookends. Grace is a teacher, an author, and a mother of two enthusiastic readers, Omar and Adam. Somia is a lecturer at a university and also a mother of two avid readers, Zoha and Abdullah. Their kids were growing up fast and very quickly outgrowing their books to a point that it wasn't easy to keep up with their appetite. That is when the concept of bookends came into being. A winning pitch at the Sharjah Incubators Competition in 2019 and a project born during playdates quickly became the leading UAE platform for pre-loved books. So let's hear from Grace and Somia how it happened, how it works, and how we can all give a second life to our books. Hello, Grace. Hi, Somia. Welcome to Unlimited. How do you do? Thank you for having us, Daniela. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, it's my pleasure to have you on board. So, as we heard from the intro, you were both mothers and you both had a full-time job when you identified a need, a gap in the market, and decided to take action. Do you mind telling us first something about yourself, who you are, what you do, and how did you meet up before Bookends? Uh, first, let me introduce uh, myself to you. I'm Grace. I'm Lebanese. I've been in the UAE for 20 years now. Um, my, both my kids were born here as well. So home for them is uh, UAE. Um, and um, you didn't leave us anything to say anymore, Daniela. You introduced us. <laughs> so um, this is quickly about me. Somia. And uh, for me, Somia, I'm from Pakistan. I've lived uh, here for more than 20 years as well. And like just like Grace's kids, my kids were born here. So UAE is home to us, you know, and um, uh, be, being expats, we still feel that this is our place as much as it is for everybody else. And it's been an amazing journey, you know, just uh, putting our idea from concept to where we are today. We are very pleased uh, to be doing this in this country. When you say here, where it's here exactly in the UAE, because I like to put some emphasis on this um, Emirate in particular that has been uh, creating a lot of uh, focus uh, and initiatives around uh, arts and literature in the last few years. Well, uh, we are based in Sharjah. And this is where Bookend started. And uh, from here, you know, we are delivering across the country. Sharjah is where you're based, is where the project started. But tell us more about how the idea was born. 
you know, um, in the UAE, you don't have um, any access to used books. So our kids were reading a lot when they were younger. And Somia and myself, we were deciding that, for example, we want to buy them certain book. You buy number one, I buy number two, you buy number four, I buy number five, and then we swap them. Because, you know, first of all, kids' books, they finish reading them very quickly as well. So you need to have all the time different supplies and different books. This is how the idea started. And I love books. I love languages. I speak three languages fully. So um, we once we were literally sitting and having a coffee together and I was telling Sonia, you know, we have to do something. The market needs uh, something like that. And um, Sonia put her business ideas together. I put the um, the, um, the love of reading, the together. love of reading together. <laughs> and and this is how Bookend started. Passion on one side, business mindset on the other end. That's why it's important to join forces when it comes to startups. Did you have any prior experience as entrepreneurs? We actually both have a a background of entrepreneurship. Uh, um, I come from a business family, so I was running my my father's business for a while, and then I got into teaching. But uh, in the back of my mind, it was always that I need to come back to this. So a lot of times, my conversations, and I think that is how me and Grace, even before bookends, we connected very well. I mean, our kids were friends, so we would meet each other all the time, but, but uh, we always have these, these conversations, you know, being entrepreneur. Grace had started her own online business uh, before getting into this venture as well. So those, you know, the conversations are always about the, the products, the services in the market. And then we really started relating to it very well as being mothers. And um, uh, we, we had done a pilot uh, a few years ago when we had had this initial conversation. And immediately after our conversation, we shared it with our friends and everybody was just ready to give us books and books that, yes, please, I have so many that my kids have already outgrown. And I need space to buy other ones. So, you know, just all of that helped us. Okay, let's let's give it a try. Uh, however, uh, I mean, the pilot did go very well for us. But due to some other personal reasons, uh, we decided not to continue it uh, uh, in the long run. But you didn't drop the idea completely, right? Because it often happens to have an idea, but most of the times it just remains an idea. It's not easy to turn it into a business project. What propelled you towards the right direction at a certain point? And how did this change your business project and your life? I think, uh, Daniela, I would have to say here that, uh, uh, you know, participating a pitch competition at Shira really pushed us to take that one first big step. Um, winning uh, that competition really validated the idea and showed us that, you know, this home project that we always thought that had, you know, uh, could be exposed and could do well. But this is this is a confirmation here that, yes, we have a solid idea in place. And giving getting that um, initial funds as our uh, you know reward for the winning the competition really pushed us that okay now we've got we've got some funds we need to start using it and all and um, those were enough to do the the MVP you know the minimal vial product that we started with and slowly slowly we built on to that 
But uh, definitely, I will say the pitch competition was the first push that really told us that, okay, now there is no holding back. You have the funds in front of you. You have no excuse. People have already told you how great your idea is. So let's just do it. What do you think was the most important ingredient that allowed you to stand out and win that pitch competition? I think believing in the project, uh, showing your passion. Uh, people, they can feel it from uh, how you're explaining your idea. So they can feel that you are passionate. They can see that it is a valid idea. So they made it happen for us. I want to add one more thing, I think, over here, uh, which I think is very, very much a winning ingredient for us, was the fact that we really were offering a, a service or a product that was very much needed. And I remember during the competition, we were talking to the judges, we were talking to a lot of mentors and stuff. And one thing that really clicked with me was when someone said that, you know, guys, you are actually solving a big problem in this country. You know, I mean, we have a very simple idea. There's nothing unique about this. There have always been books. There have always been used books around and all. But just putting it together, putting the service together as we have created with bookends, uh, really, it was a solution that was much needed. So um, anyone who's considering they have an idea, see that, you know, you are, if you're actually solving a problem, you have a pretty good shot at it. You're absolutely right. It might be just a simple idea, but I know there's a big mission behind it. So tell us about your mission with Bookends. Uh, well, uh, with Bookends, we are trying to spread the love of reading uh, by offering uh, affordable books. Most of us here are expats, so uh, we are offering books in, at the moment, 13 different languages. So we are catering to everybody. Uh, I think every time we've spoken to our friends, or I would say I will start with me before, uh, before even thinking of bookends. I, would, I used to bring books back from my home country in my language for my, to expose my kids. And I think this is a challenge that most of us have over here, that our kids are forgetting our own uh, language and also. Definitely uh, spread the love of reading. We want to encourage the reuse of book because we do believe in sustainability and we want to do our part. And I think each one of us are doing today our part to, you know, to a greener planet, to, uh, to reduce the carbon print as much as possible. So yeah, uh, spread the love of reading, get the awareness of reused books and tell people that you know, it's all right rather than going all the time to, uh, to buy a new book just reusing the same book over and over again. And an added value to a, a pre-loved book, as we always say, is this: these books have been on a journey. You know, you sort of get connected uh, with previous readers. Sometimes we find notes in, in the book. Sometimes we might find a, a postcard or a letter or even a receipt, which I think uh, adds to your, your reading experience that, you know, what could that person have thought about reading this particular page where you actually found that probably they used it as a bookmark and all. I can totally, totally relate because it was just the other day as I was preparing the books to send you as part of um, the trial, as part of this uh, due diligence in preparation to today's podcast interview and book after book, it brought back so many memories since the times that I was reading bedtime stories to my daughters, who are now teenagers. 
And at one point, I picked up Ayamalala, a book that it's uh, particularly significant to me and uh, to Unlimited. And uh, I started to reread some pages and um, I saw a note. I found a note, picked it up, and it was a letter that my parents sent me in July 2009, so more than 10 years ago, and a letter that they sent for my wedding anniversary. So if it wasn't for you, probably I would have lost it. But thanks to you, I found it and I was able to save it and preserve it. And now I see Aya Malala back on your website. And uh, who knows uh, in which home it will arrive and which new emotions it will uh, ignite. And probably now is the time to explain how Bookends works and what makes your digital platform different from other marketplaces. First of all, yes, it is a digital, but we don't have any digital books. We only have physical books. So it's the way of getting the books is automated. It's with technology only. And it's very, very, very easy because it's a searchable platform. So you can search by book name, author's name. You can put a word that you, for example, you're looking for something related to uh, let's say, um, uh, healthy eating. You can put the word healthy and you can have lots of different books that are related to that uh, topic. So it is searchable platform. No other used books can give you that uh, facility. Um, we are the only ones who are fully operational with all those facilities in the UAE. Uh, we deliver to all the seven Emirates, um, even the remote areas also, we get orders from there. So basically, you have a bookstore at your fingertip. We have different languages. Um, as we said, it's a marketplace, so you can sell your books through us, obviously. Um, so, yeah, that's why we are different than everywhere else. You have different bookstores that they are selling used books, but they are um, local shops in different areas in the UAE. So for us, you don't have a limit. Wherever you are in the UAE, you can get the book that you are looking for. As I started to navigate through your website and your social media posts, I would say that the no limit is really in the passion that you share about uh, the love of reading, as you say, and uh, the insights, the suggestions, and also the fun facts about not only books and authors, but also about uh, the readers themselves. And as a mom of an avid reader, I can immensely relate to some of your quotes and posts about bookworms. Um, I find myself stepping into my daughter's bedroom at times and say, Valentina, Dinas is ready. And she goes, one more, one more page, one more page. But Dinas is ready, you know, one more page and this page and the being in one more, one more chapter and so on. Do you mind uh, sharing some of these uh, quotes and fun facts about uh, book lovers and what makes a book lover? Yeah, I think, Daniela, we also enjoy uh, when we talk about these things and how we relate it and we will come across uh, a phrase. We're like, you know, I think a book lover does this. And then all and in our office, all the staff, everybody are avid readers. And, and that's why they're, I guess, they are here. Uh, so, yeah, they're like, oh, my God, I do this. I do this. And uh, we really enjoy when we're putting these on our social and the kind of feedback. 
uh, we've got, I think Grace, uh, would you like to read some of the um, uh, quotes that we had done recently? And we got quite a lot of uh, uh, nice feedback on that from our followers. Actually, yeah, it was only last week. And I'll read out a few quotes. Respect their reading time. Do not interrupt them for um, flavorful conversations and demands. Another one, if you do interrupt their precious reading time, understand if they throw the closet available object at your head. <laughs> <laughs> do not attempt to buy them jewelry and clothes for their birthday. Give them a gift card to the bookstore. They can't read jewelries. <laughs> Do not expect them to go out on Friday and Saturday nights. They are much happier in their own habitat at home with a book. Don't expect the house to be clean or dinner to be ready if a new book in their favorite series has just been released. <laughs> or their homework to be done. Yeah, exactly. If you are one coming down the sideway with their nose in a book, just get out of the way. <laughs> this got lots of interaction with our followers. They really love those uh, quotes because I think everyone relates to them, yeah. you know. From the love of books uh, to the charm of books. Some might say that uh, to avoid accumulating books over books uh, and to avoid wasting paper, wasting money, the easiest solution would be soft copies, Kindle or so. But why instead do you feel that there is a return to actual physical books? So I think Daniela, um, research shows that there are still a lot more books printed every year than previous years. So uh, I think uh, no matter how much people say that, you know, e-books is the future, I still think that uh, we, we will always prefer, uh, you know, holding a, an actual book in our hand. I think for us, uh, being as mothers and knowing that, you know, of course, technology and everything going digital, most of the interaction in schools are now, you know, through these applications and stuff. But we still want our kids off screen. You know, we still want them to do other things. And constantly, I think this is, any mother would relate to this. We're trying to get them off the screen all the time. So for kids, definitely, uh, you know, just uh, physical books is the way to go. And I, I think uh, since we've started with bookends, we have had quite a lot of uh, adult readers as well who have come back and have said, you know what, I've put my Kindle back and I have started buying books because the only reason they had moved was books were expensive. And with, uh, with bookends offering affordable books, people are coming back and they're, rem they're reminding themselves or they're remembering that, oh gosh, what a beautiful feeling it was. You know, no matter what you do, that uh, holding a book, the smell of the book, the, the feel of turning a page. And I think me, me and Grace, we were just talking about that when you have a book, how much you've already read and how much is left when you can physically get that idea from the pages, that also has, has its own charm that only a physical book will give you. Speaking of which, you were able to give a new life and a second home to more than 50,000 books in less than two years. And I know that you don't have a big team, and most of your team members are volunteers. 
which makes it all even more admirable. Do you still remember what was the first book you ever sold? Of course we do. Yeah. <laughs> it's called The Outliers. Do you know that book? It's a self-help book. So this is the first book we always, always remember. It's a very popular book. So whenever it is on the platform, it gets sold within just a day or two at the most. So every time we receive this book, The Outlier, it's like that deja vu feeling. And I, I can recall that the first order that we received, the first notification, the feeling that we both had, you know. And uh, Daniela, you know, we still jump every time we get a notification of an order. So that has still been there. Uh, every time we receive uh, a good value order, or there were certain books that we had just added, for example, uh, let's say today on the platform, and we were just talking about those books. And then, you know, we, we get an order and those books get sold. That, that excitement has still not worn off. You know, we still like, Grace will send me a message. Oh my God, you know, we just talked about this book and it's already sold. Someone got it. And, uh, and um, uh, of course, a lot of our customers are repeat customers. So we've also started building a relationship with them uh, to the extent that uh, sometimes when we receive a book and we're adding it, Grace is already guessing that, you know, who's going to buy this book today? So, <laughs> so th th these conversations are absolutely amazing and beautiful that the kind of community we have created, not just with sellers, but with our customers as well. And it's very exciting even just to see day after day the books uh, that I sent you popping up on your platform and you're making it so easy because for me, as for any other of your sellers, we just put them in, uh, in a box, you send someone to collect them and then you do all the hard work, uh, taking the pictures, writing up the descriptions and you do this for 16,000 books, right? This is the amount of books that you have in your assortment at any point of time across all genres, 13 different languages from over 500 sellers. So among all these huge variety, is there any particular genre that you see being more popular among your readers or any particular trend at the moment? Actually, uh, the most books that are sold are the kids' books of all type of books and self-help. The self-help, they are very, very, very popular. Almost, almost every day we sell self-help. Other than that, whenever there are trends going on, on Instagram, TikTok, or movies, or whatever. So people will, will ask for uh, those books as well. And now I'm curious, and I have to ask you, beyond any trend, what are you currently reading? For me, I always read more than one book at a time. Mm. I read a, a nonfiction book, which is business-related or self-help. At the same time, uh, I read a fiction one as well. So at the moment, I'm reading Homeless to Billionaire and I'm reading Adultery at the same time. I enjoy doing that. <laughs> what about you, Samia? Uh, at the moment, I'm reading a, a self-help book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. We've sold so many copies of this book. So I was very curious that, okay, let's, let's see what's going on. Why is this book so popular? So, so far, it's, it's been an uh, interesting topic. Why do you think such a boom on self-help books? Is this perhaps an effect of the pandemic that made us reflect more on who we are 
what we do, why we do it, and where we're going? Absolutely. I think, Daniela, uh, during COVID, you know how what people have gone through, the kind of different states we were all in, um, uh, with not, you know, minimal socializing with everybody. So first of all, definitely a lot of people got back into reading. I mean, clearly after uh, being on a screen all day for work, and then you don't have anywhere else out to go. So you definitely, a lot of people, either they're in the kitchen cooking or they are reading. So generally, uh, reading habits, I think, across the globe uh, improve for people. And I think because most of us were going through such a difficult time, we started really self-reflecting on ourselves, you know, and trying to see how we can bring in improvements in ourselves, which is why I think it picked up that self-help books all of a sudden, you know, uh, did better because uh, we, when people got back into reading, they could relate or they could, uh, you know, with, with very limited, I would say, interaction with others where they can share with others. You know, you go, when, you, when you go out, you meet friends, you're talking to them, sometimes you share your own feelings about things. So this was very limited and people found those escapes in these books and all. And clearly it was a time uh, of quite uh, a quiet time, a self-reflection time. So self-help books really pay, played a very big uh, role. And I think it's, it wouldn't be just true for bookends, but I think it would be true for all uh, bookstores that they probably sold a lot more of this genre than anything else uh, during COVID. And I think now it's by habit that people have gotten into this and, uh, you know, they enjoy uh, this particular genre as well. Another aspect that emerged in particular during the pandemic and even more when it comes to second-end products or pre-loved items is connected to the hygiene. So how do you ensure that your items and that your books are sanitized? Because it really stood out to my eyes, the customer reviews that address and emphasize how well-kept they are and how basically brand new they look. How is it possible? How do you make it possible? First of all, Daniela, I must say that we don't have a showroom where people can come and browse through the books. As you know, everything is sold online. Every book that comes must go under a special UV light and only one person is handling the orders. One person is the one who's putting the books away. Uh, she's always wearing gloves when she's uh, packing them. So you have only a pair of hands that is touching those books. Um, second point I would like to highlight here is when you are buying a new book, this new book is being displayed on the shelves. You don't know how many hands have flipped through the pages and are they being sanitized individually? This is a good question we can ask. So being a used book, it's a book that is being taken care of individually, one by one, no matter how many books we have. As you said, 68,000 books are on the website. We have another ones that are not yet on the uh, uploaded and they are sitting in our office. Every single book had gone through the same sanitization. Impressive, truly impressive. And as impressive is your active involvement uh, within uh, the community and giving back to the community. Do you mind sharing with us uh, some of your latest initiatives? 
Um, I would like to start with the first initiative. Uh, we got approached by uh, Sharjah City for Humanitarian Services because this is a, a charity organization here in Sharjah. They provide education for uh, kids with special needs. So they provide schools free of charge and so on. So they have um, many uh, outlets, many schools. And uh, they are a destination for people to donate uh, books. So they have thousands of books that are uh, sitting. And because of the pandemic, they don't have any showroom. They cannot do any um, market or anything. So they approached us. and. Um, we got their books on our platform. All the money from the selling of that category goes to, uh, to them. Uh, besides that, we have few animal uh, shelters that we are also uh, selling books to monetize their uh, donations. Um, we have different way of giving to the community through uh, unmanned uh, bookshelves as well. Besides that, we have uh, different tabletop sales that we uh, participate in, uh, in Sharjah and uh, Dubai. We hope we can do uh, more, but we're waiting for the pandemic to be really over because we had lots of plans to uh, visit schools and get schools involved. Currently, we have only three schools on board where we are revamping their uh, libraries. Uh, we take the books from them we put them on our platform. Once they are sold, they have a credit. That credit, they are buying new titles for their uh, shelves. And it's being a very great initiative and the schools are very um, supportive and very grateful because you know, from their own stock, they are getting new books and they are as good as new, also at 25% of the price, most of them. So in all ways, they are, it's a winning, winning uh, situation. Well, I'd like to encourage everyone to support you, to support these initiatives, because Unlimited is the support that you deserve. And this brings me to what I used to call our paramount question. What does Unlimited mean to you? Uh, for me, I think Unlimited is never ending. And that's what I feel like uh, at bookends. Uh, in terms of our excitement, of uh, our um, uh, energy that we all bring in together with the challenges, achievements, everything. You know, it's, uh, of course, uh, you know, running a business is like a roller coaster. Uh, no two days are the same, but our excitement never finishes. It is never ending. We are always ready to take up any challenge. And I think a very big role that plays in this, which also is unlimited, is the positive feedback and love we get from book lovers, from readers, from the sellers, from people who are buying books from us, which has been amazing. Yeah. Um, for me, I would say dream big. When I see the word unlimited, this is what comes to my mind. I would like to have bookends in a position where when someone thinks about a book, they think bookends first. If they don't find what they're looking for, then they look somewhere else. So I'm dreaming big. I hope I'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's by dreaming big that you were able to turn a small, simple idea into a big project and a big mission. 
So thank you so much, Somia. Thank you so much, Grace, for sharing your story and your journey on Unlimited. And thank you for creating for all our listeners a code Unlimited in capital letters that everyone will be able to use on your website, bookends.ae, to order pre-loved books in great quality among the huge variety and receive up to two books free of charge and having them delivered within UAE. Thank you so much. Very generous of you. Thank you, Daniela. It has been a pleasure and uh, we really appreciate you helping us spread the word for pre-loved books and the love of reading. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed discovering the person, the story and the vision behind the brand. Now it's your turn. We'd love to hear from you. Please share your comments or questions on our social media pages on Instagram at unlimited.me and LinkedIn at Unlimited Platform. And don't forget to leave a review. Best in last, if you'd love to share your story, please connect with us on our website www.unlimited.me. We're always on the hunt for inspiring stories of unlimited women. And you could be the next one.